The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Seth Lakeman is a folk singer, songwriter and multi-instrumentalist who's made a significant impact on the British folk music scene. His latest release, The Somerset Sessions, initially had a limited vinyl pressing for Record Store Day in 2023, but garnered such demand that it's now being given a wider release on signed CD and clear vinyl. And Seth is with us here. How are you today? Very good, thanks Toby. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So... What was the inspiration behind the Somerset Sessions? Do you know what? This is an album that's quite old now, actually. It's uh, almost three years um, and uh, it was recorded straight after lockdown, really. Just at that point where um, everyone had been cooped up, lots of musicians, you know, struggling to, to like come to terms with, you know, not being able to actually create with other, you know, other uh, creative people. And um, it was one of those moments where I had a bunch of songs and I had uh, a number of uh, great musicians to call upon and we all got into a room and we made that album. Uh, wow. so it was all cut and recorded live in one week with the likes of Ethan Johns playing drums, John Smith playing guitar, Jeremy Stacey on keyboards, uh, the Moog um, and all the far out stuff is amazing. Yeah. And Nick Penny. So it's like Laura Marling's band. Um, so it's, it's kind of spearheaded by Ethan and um, Don Monk recorded in Froome at the Cheese and Grain uh, studio there or the Bert Yant studio they call it but it was a yeah it was one of those kind of creative processes that was just thrown together and you, you wouldn't get those musicians in the same room again yeah. uh, they're all very busy with their schedules now but it was just the fact um, that we were all able to get together at that period in time that makes that album really special I think So how do you think those different musicians that you collaborated with enriched the album's sound? Well do you know what it, it's because because I hadn't really worked with any of them before, um, and it was a new relationship, you know, it was like it was sparking off uh, these fresh ideas. And I think that gave all the songs and the kind of perspective on the storytelling uh, narrative uh, songs that I have. It gave them fresh perspective. It gave them a whole new, uh, you know, a whole new colour. Really. Yeah, it was um, it was really exciting in that sense. It was quite daring, and <laughs> it, 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 it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. But I have 
have to say it was it was just a, a real joy to work with the likes of those, yeah. And the title is, of course, The Somerset Sessions, and you recorded it in Froome, which is in yeah. Somerset. So <laughs> did the title come about after you recorded it, or did you come up with the title because of the alliteration or something and then figure out the studio later? No, literally. It was just trying to encompass that session, uh, that week uh, recording, and I just thought, do you know what? I can't call it the Cheese and Grain Studios or, or Sessions, or, yeah. but Somerset Sessions works really well. And the artwork is uh, its by this wonderful painter, a friend of mine, um, who has created this wonderful um, landscape scene, which kind of conjures up, you know, it's very evocative, actually, when you hear the music and see it. Um, and yeah, so the whole thing, uh, it's, it's a lovely package in that sense, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's all about landscape, all about nature. It's all about getting back to the roots um, of, uh, you know, of things that we've been missing. Uh, and as, as we all know, we all started to, uh, you know, connect with nature and, and family uh, a lot more. And I think that there's a lot in, in terms of, you know, the lyrics that play out there and the songwriting that, uh, you know, I was I was uh I was conjuring up that it's definitely family and nature a big a big part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose Somerset is one of those parts of the country where it has a great landscape and a lot of nature. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the whole of the West Country, isn't it? Yeah. We're, we're very, very lucky and, you know, uh, privileged to have such a varied, you know, landscape and the sea, of course, you know, surrounding us. So, um, yeah, the, a lot of that plays plays into the album, some set sessions, yeah. And the single from the album, Days Ago, pays homage to your ancestors and their achievements, doesn't it? Yeah, it's exactly that, exactly as you said it, really. It's kind of, you know, it's bowing to the, the presence of those ghosts of the past and those wonderful architectural wonders that we see. And, you know, it's kind of the visions of those people who made it. And I, I, I guess, you know, it's, it's, you're right, paying homage is a good way of, of putting it. Um, that was the idea behind uh, Days of Longer. Did it come about in a similar way to the rest of the songs on the album? Just that kind of lockdown thing exactly yeah it was it was really just kind of recognizing having time i guess what 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 it does to having time to reflect and you know to read and to get out there and explore your local area rather than drive or fly or get on the train you know we we seem to fly past things without actually absorbing them right there and then don't we so i mean i think it's that thing of just recognizing those places um and the people who who built them yeah and we mentioned of course about the west country you have quite a strong connection to the folk scene there in the west country so how has your upbringing influenced your music and has your environment geographically made you mm. be into folk well that's exactly it i think you've you've hit upon the two you know that those two uh areas that really have kind of you know built me yes <laughs> as, as, a, as a musician and performer and songwriter um it's you're right the environment the landscape and the atmosphere of living down here, you know, because it can be quite bleak and barren on the moorland. And, yeah. uh, you know, people have said that about the music I conjure up. <laughs> um, but also the upbringing, the family, the way uh, that's driven um, and the sound of of that, I think, is is very much from, you know, it, it's a family thing and obviously a sound that seems to have conjured up, you know, it's it, it come from, uh, I've got two brothers who play and I would say there's a similar sound uh, to, to what we're doing even though it's it's in terms of pace 
very different, but there's there's definitely a similar sound that, that goes through that you know, right through the heart of the Lakeman um, the Lakeman name. Yeah, folk seems to be bigger in the West Country than most other parts of the UK. Why is that? Is that some sort of Celtic connection? Well, you know, I, I'm I'm not so sure about that necessarily in Devon, but in Cornwall, there's uh, you know, we I live right on the border here, uh, Devon and Cornwall, and I I can see there's a big scene, you know, certainly the shanty songs, <laughs> yes. Devon and Cornwall, <laughs> yeah. but obviously with the Cornish language as well, the likes of Gweno, and there's there's some great artists who are singing in the Cornish language as they do in the Welsh language, but I think you know, as a Celtic nation, Cornwall has certainly got a lot to sing about, and it's just the, the, the amount of stories, the legends, the history. Um, I think there's there's always uh, yeah, there's always a lot out there. Um, yeah. I do agree. Yeah, there's definitely a, a vibrant scene, and there's definitely an appeal for it because you've got six UK top forty albums under your belt. So there's definitely an appeal for folk music, and in particular, the kind of stuff that you produce. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Yeah, I mean, it's always a, it's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? You know, I'm yeah. 46 now. I've This is probably the 12th, maybe, album. Um, yeah. I do love uh, writing, exploring. You know, uh, I've written another album since um, that I'm going to record in autumn. But, yeah, you know, I just like taking different turns, experimenting, working with other people. You know, I do enjoy all that. But always the thing that brings it back to, you know, the roots, I think, are... Uh, where you're writing them from do you know what i mean by that so yeah i would never write songs being away from this area you know i'm writing dartmoor now i'm talking to you and yeah. i do feel there's something very almost spiritual about writing a piece or writing even just a melodic piece and it actually coming from the roots yeah. uh so yeah i'm trying to yeah evoke nature and the, the people that have li- lived within it so yeah I, I'm, I'm a big big fan of local history uh and 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 that you know thing and carry away into all sorts of you know in, into the imagination it's a weird point because it doesn't really make sense that the music would be easier to write or better when you write it there but a lot of people do say stuff like that don't they and it must be true mm. i think it's definitely true yeah because it, i guess it's where you feel comfortable but yeah. also it, it shows there's a direct inspiration uh you know influence um from the area itself it's interesting you know it's all about the breaks uh from writing and you know because you don't just go and write songs straight away you have to get into a zone I was, I was chatting to a good friend of mine about that it takes a week or more to get into that headspace of writing and the, the sort of formula that goes with it you have to push yourself and that's a lot of breaking you know a lot of walking a lot of reading as well you know researching but it's all about being immersed in the environment like you say yeah. Now are there any tracks on the album that are your particular favourites? Do you know what I really like I mean there's, there's a few but there's a song called Const- Constantly oh. that was written that really does um, uh, it, it, I think it, it seems to sort of evoke an awful lot of uh, feelings of mortality but also nature and the uh, the way that you know people can still you can still feel them around you I mean it's, yeah. it's a very powerful song yeah of course there's 10 tracks on the album were there any that you recorded that didn't make it into the final cut definitely yeah there were there were 14 15 songs um, and some of them were a little bit far out for me so I just left them off yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that with songs, you know. It, it's they were the, the the ten that seem to work together. I mean, it's very it it the sound of it is it's that analog recording, you know. And Ethan makes these amazing albums, Ethan Johns. Yeah. The sound of it is you know very much that sort of uh, Ryan Adams, Laura Marling. It's all all that kind of amazing drum warm. You know, it's just the the, the sound of it is very warm, and it's such a cool rhythm section and and guitarist and everything. It's just yeah. I, I was very proud to come out with a bunch of songs like that. And I, I basically left it so long because I wasn't sure if it represented me as an artist or not. So I went and recorded and wrote a load of other songs, which is on Make Your Mark, which came out in 2021. Um, but then I started playing this album to other people and they said, why haven't you released it? <laughs> I said, well, how, how about we put it out for Record Store Day and see how it goes? You know, it was one of those nervous, um, uh, you know, moments where you're not sure if it's a bit too of a 
I uh, I thought it was a bit too much of a diversion from yeah. the roots and from what you represent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, reaction was good, and, and here we are now. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Because it was originally just for Record Store Day, as you mentioned. Were you exactly. surprised at how popular it's been and the fact that you've had to release it fully now? Well, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I just thought we were going to be, you know, a, a number of vinyl, 500 copies or more, um, yeah. and just keep it exclusive. And then, you know, it becomes this thing where you, you have to get it out there, streaming it, because uh, these songs won't actually live beyond that if they're just on vinyl. You know, I kind of see that. But then I sort of feel like I'm doing a disservice to those who bought it on vinyl, where they yeah. thought it was exclusive. I don't know. That, sadly, that's part of the, uh, the world of music, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that the songs you created that didn't make it on the album will be <laughs> released at some point in the future, or are they too far out there? Well, one of them's so far out there, I don't even know if it came back to earth yet. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but the others, yeah, definitely. I guess there's, there's, you know, there's a lot from Make Your Mark as well that didn't make it, and I feel like that needs to go somewhere at some point. It's, it's strange, isn't it? There's always stuff from an album and songs, I whenever I'm recording anyway, that don't necessarily make it. You think they're going to work, and you go into a studio, and unless you're tracking things, it takes months, and, you know, you're coming back to it and sitting down. But, but I, you know, certainly for the last 10 years, I've been making albums where you go in in 10 days, you've got an album, you know, it's yeah. and you mix it there and then as well. So it's all very fast. And sometimes, you know, songs just don't work and they don't, don't make the cut. This album is actually being released on your own label, Honor Oak Records. So what motivated you to actually set up your own record label? It's one of those situations where I, I was with all sorts, uh, Cooking Vinyl, BMG, and, you know, a long time with EMI. I mean, all sorts of uh, uh, labels. And at this day and age, unless there's going to be a massive spend, which isn't necessarily going to happen for me unless I, I write a full-on pop album. <laughs> it's just yes. not going to happen. So, um, you know, the, the way to uh, the way to do it is, you know, take take everything back to the, uh, I guess, you know, to the, the, you know, to where it started. And then you have full control as well. Because you get to a situation as well when you're, when you're working with some of these bigger labels where, you know, there's there's decisions made, there's remixes done, there's all yeah. sorts of, uh, yeah, and you don't really have um, a choice. But yeah, I mean, it's big business stuff. So in that sense, it's more control, more artistic control. And I, I definitely enjoy that. At this yeah. Point in my life, yeah, I suppose there's more control. You get to do whatever you want. Are there any downsides, like maybe you're already a known name, so maybe you don't have to worry about this as much, but do you have to kind of do your own press and all that? It's interesting, because you know, even though you're uh, on the road because you're an independent label, you still go off and you would uh, get the same marketing team that BMG would get for you, yeah, or EMI. You would get, because um, it's all, um, it used to be in-house, but now they, uh, you know, they, they sort of subcontract things. So you get your own marketing, um, and then you would get um, the same for radio pluggers. So it depends how far and, and how much you want to spend on these things. Sometimes you get online press as well. Yeah. Uh, so, so you can still get the same team. But what yeah. you're doing is you're you're taking a bigger cut and making the, the decisions yourself. So it's myself and a guy called Dave Farrow, who's my manager uh, and agent. And we, we work cl- closely together w- with each album and each step of the way. Whereas sometimes, even working with an indie like Cooking Vinyl, I did feel like it was just like you know you were part of they got 10 releases each you know every fortnight and you you know it did, definitely didn't become you didn't feel like they were throwing themselves at it massively 
probably. I don't know, yeah. Well, what are you up to at the moment? Are you working on any more albums and singles, maybe, and even shows? I'm always working on stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah I've, I've been working on a traditional album, actually. Fully Ooh. trad songs, yeah. Uh, but also, I've been writing lots of songs. So an original album as well. So there's two uh, that are, are happening side by side. And eventually, I'll, I'll get into the studio and record with them. But I guess there's no rush. I mean, the thing is, you know, I, I, I've got... I, I do work quite quickly, which is a good yeah. thing, but there's no rush, <laughs> I think. Absolutely true. Well, this album is, of course, called The Somerset Sessions, and it's out now. So where are we able to find it? Well, I mean, you can stream it, um, you know, in all the, all the best places. Amazon would have it. So any anywhere you think you'd buy any album, it will be there. And, um, yeah, also you can get signed CDs um, on our website and vinyl. So... Yeah, it's pretty much every format apart from um, tape, which yes. seems to make a comeback, yeah. It might do. Maybe every few years there's a story that might just be made up saying it's having a comeback, but yeah, I, I think don't really right. know I'm if not... there's an appeal. I agree, yeah. I'm not sure if it's uh, if it's going to explode too much beyond the uh, rough trade uh, brick lane world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great having you here. Pleasure, mate. No, no, it's great to speak to you, Toby, yeah. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code GLOW. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.